From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Yeah, we're on the phone for the fans of Blue Blue Show, Big Blue Roundtable, preseason game number one, live in action, uh, Giants and the Patriots, and uh, pretty much more of an evaluation than anything. Of course, this is the preseason, first game, uh, preseason game of the season for any team right now in session. Uh, still second quarter as the game goes on as we record and get reactions based off what we saw mostly in the first quarter. Uh, I'll say this before we get the guys on. Um, the good things I saw was Evan Neal. Oh, I, I, he had one bad block in the three series that I saw him in, but for the most part, he looked very good out there. Uh, at the ceiling is fantastic on that right side of the line. Matter of fact, uh, Glowinski was looking good too as well as far as blocking perspective, uh, especially in pass blocking uh, the set of things for Daniel Jones. Uh, I would also say um, they did – the first drive was very good. I thought – they got down the field. It looked kind of shaky. Um, but the thing uh, was uh, the one pass that really bothered me, I don't know if you guys saw or I saw it, but remembered it, was the one pass out of the flat. That's another thing I'm keeping an eye on, Daniel Jones. Pretty much all, by the time he's at the end of his giant tenure, he missed that pass in the flat. Uh, so I, that was, he, I think he wished he could have that back. Because the Giants did have very good momentum. So the thing is about momentum, good blocking, don't have penalties, don't make bad throws, for that, which makes for successful drives. Uh, it was that pass to Jer- Jeremiah Hall that Daniel Jones missed in the flat that I wish he could have that back, man. And, and that's the issues you're kind of – that Daniel Jones, I don't think, has really totally shaken off. But um, there was also one blitz. I think it was Raekwon McMillan from the Patriots where they came up the middle – and Neil had a bad block. But outside of that, the first two, three series, he was fantastic. I love what he did uh, as far as uh, pass blocking. Um, you know, you saw Barkley with a couple of runs. Uh, they tried a wide receiver uh, run on the second play on the first down. Uh, they got a couple of first downs with Saquon Barkley, at, you know, you know, third and fives, third and fours, you know, short plays, uh, third down and distances. Um Galladay dropped the ball on the goal line. Well, in the first, you know, when they were in the goal zone or the the red zone, that wasn't really Daniel Jones's fault. That was more uh, Galladay dropping the ball altogether. So you know, Galladay was crying for the ball all last year. Now you throw him the ball, and he was making all these catches with the Lions, man. Show and prove, man. Um, but let me get to the defensive side that what really stuck out to me, which is really going to kill the Giants this year. And this is where I think where I, I don't really see them going far unless they get some sort of acquisition, some pickup. The cornerback position is really scary for me. And I know it's preseason. I know it's, uh, you know, it, it, you know they're, they're doing vanilla plays. But, you know, it's about the effort. It's all about, uh, you know, football is still mono-a-mono at the line of scrimmage. And, and Aaron Robinson, he had enough – plays for maybe two games for getting, or maybe two to three games for getting cooked or or just bad. He had it all in one quarter. I am, if you're a Giants fan, like, I am not happy or I am not content when I'm seeing out of the cornerback slot. I know uh, there was a penalty. 
that uh, the safety had caught, uh, had got, which Aaron Robertson did get beat on the play, but he made a nice recovery for the uh, the knockdown of the pass. But what was terrible the last, you know, the couple of series, he even gave up a touchdown and was even holding in, him holding in the end zone. It just was bad, man. Um, we've seen this before. We've seen this story years ago with cornerbacks with, with poor play. I know it's the preseason, but I put it into perspective because it's not like he's getting beat by all pro wide receivers out there. He's getting <sighs> that first quarter was bothersome. I'm pretty sure Giant fans on Twitter. I haven't gone gone on Twitter, you know, see if the discussions on that or even in like on other social media platforms to see if that was discussed. But that really stuck out. But anyway. Seven to three live in session. Let's talk about what we saw. Let's bring the guys on and we'll have them let them flow, man. Glenn, what up, man? How you doing? And bring on Bates. What's up, Glenn? How you doing, man? I'm doing really good tonight. Uh, got to see a little bit of the end of the first quarter and into the second. Um, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here with you guys for the first time and hopefully, uh, you know, throughout the season to talk some Giants football. But uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, we'll talk about it, but it's hard to to take too much stock in what you see from a, a first uh, exhibition game, especially with a, a, an entire new coaching regime. regime. So, uh, but I think some of the points that you made are valid, Steve, and, uh, you know, we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. We're going to write them all down. We're going to talk about everything we saw. Let's bring on Bakes. What up, Bakes? Frontliner extraordinaire. We'll talk about all this game. How you doing, man? What's good, family? Um, you know me already, so I'm I'm trying to gauge my patience. Uh, um, from what I've seen early, I mean, like I know it's vanilla and I know it's preseason. Um, we moved the ball, and once again, we couldn't get in the end zone. Same thing with Galladay. Like, I'm early fed with him already from last year <laughs> and his lack of uh, productivity. And then this year, you're calling for the ball, and you drop, mm-hmm. you're dropping balls already. Yep. You know, um, like I said, Daniel Jones looked okay. You know, I'm a harsh critic of Daniel Jones. Everybody know I'm not a fan. Um, that one in the flat where he sailed it, that was the only bad one. But I feel like he's not even going – I don't know. Even with – I don't know if that was a design run on that third down. It doesn't even look like he's going through the reads. It's just like he just dropped it. And, and then the second series, when they changed some plays on the lines, he was getting clobbered. And I'm like, yeah, get him out of here because – we don't want him to get hurt. You know, he's our best option, um, at least for now. Um, the line is not looking that great. I mean, O'Neal, or Neal, he looked, he looked good a couple ones, and he got burnt kind of on one. But, yeah, it's uh, – I need Giant fans to temper the expectations. You know, all the media – usually the media are never big on the Giants, and they're all talking about, oh, we're going to be a sleeper. I, I don't see it. Because I just think that it needs to gel, and you got to work out the kinks, and I, it's still too early to tell. Yeah, let's let's talk about all these points, man. Let me go back to what you were talking about, Biggs. Uh, I'll get Glenn's thoughts and your thoughts. I know you're talking about that third and five on the first series, the first uh, uh, four downs of the game, where to me, I really looked at it closely, and I know exactly what you're talking about, where he ran it up the middle even for a first down. I don't know. It's not. I don't even know if it's about staring down the receivers. I don't think he has the instincts to go through his progressions. I think that's somewhat. Well, basically, what you said. Go through his progressions quickly and make a quick decision to throw the ball. It looked like he 
he hesitates and he believes in his athletic ability to escape and that's why he got the first down. I think there could have been a receiver. I have to go back and watch the tape, but just looking at it live, it looked like he was just kind of, you know, just lackadaisical through his progressions. Not looking like you're looking at, if you're watching it, you can tell if a guy's turning his head with the helmet. That's when he's going through his progressions. I don't see none of that. Or I didn't see none of that in any of the seasons for the most part. You know, you know, we kind of talk about over the last several years, he's always staring down receivers. He's always. And 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 they caused for trouble, but uh, he but his athleticism gave him a first down. It was him good blocking on that third and five. But I totally get what you're saying, and he's under a microscope because Glenn. I'm gonna go back to you because I know you're saying this preseason, and that's the cliche for the most part for most teams. But this is the Giants, in, in particular, coming off a poor season. There is a reason why the starters started not only started started Glenn, but started started for two series. To me, especially the first preseason game, that is a big deal because the new management knows they have got to find a rapport. They have got to find some sort of chemistry to get this offense this offense going because most teams don't start their normal starters. Like, you you normally don't start because the Giants were so bad last year. You got to – I think it was definitely the right decision, even in preseason. What are your thoughts, Glenn? And then we'll go back to Bakes. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good idea for them to go with the starters. I mean, I think partially it's just because you've got a new coaching staff out there that wants to see uh, – you know, wants to learn about these players. Uh, I think part of it also is now that we're down to three preseason games, you want to get those starters in, uh, you know, early because uh, you may want to lay lay off uh, in, during the third game. So uh, I think it was important to get some of these players out there early. Uh, the thing with Daniel Jones, and, you know, since I'm new, I'll kind of tell you my view on him. I'm kind of up and down with him. I mean, uh, I believe he's got – and this is no, no news to anybody who's a Giant fan. I believe he's got all the physical skills, the arm, the athleticism, uh, but it's just that mental aspect of it, of, of uh, you know, as – has been talked about it for years. He doesn't seem to have that internal clock uh, of, uh, you know, when he's got to get rid of the ball. The progressions have have been a problem the whole time that he's been here. I mean, if we could put Eli's head on Daniel Jones's body, we'd have something here. But uh, uh, it looks like, just from what I was able to see in the first quarter, that, you know, a lot of those things are, are still maybe going to be a problem. Uh you know, and you hope that Kafka, who, who's worked with uh, uh, Mahomes, obviously, and uh, Dable, uh, you know, can kind of help him rectify those things. But sometimes it's just a, a thing that you can't rectify. And, and that worries me with the little bit that I saw in the first quarter that it seems like not a lot has changed. Uh, so um, I think it's good that he got them out there. We got to, to see the, the full starting group together. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a little worried about Daniel Jones. I'm kind of up and down with him. Um, so, you know, and, and, and I think it's telling that they brought in a quarterback like Tyrod Taylor, who, who could actually, you know, is actually an NFL quarterback to back him up, uh, obviously because of the injuries that he's had, but also, you know, if he falters, they don't want to see the season go down the drain and, uh, you know, they can bring in Tyrod Taylor, and uh, he could probably do an ad- adequate job. So uh, despite what they say about Daniel, that, 
you know, they think he can be the guy and they think they can win with him and everything. Uh, I think it's telling that they brought in uh, an actual NFL quarterback. Uh, we'll see how that plays out uh, as the season goes along. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of throws I saw uh, Taylor throw before we came on. Uh, he had a nice zip on the pass. Even that pass he threw at Colin Johnson, who got the ball popped out of him and caused a turnover. But Tyrod Taylor, you know, he's a reliable, dependable uh, backup quarterback. So mm-hmm. uh, if things don't work out with Daniel Jones, I think we, to me it's not really necessarily a downgrade going to him, barring injury or if Daniel Jones is mm-hmm. just not available. So, nah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that decision is there, man. Uh, Biggs, anything else you'd like to add uh, as far as, I mean, from anything from what you saw in the first, what, three series, offensively, defensively, anything you'd like to add? I mean, I, I just want to say I share Glenn's concern where I felt like I was looking at the same offense from last year. Um, we, we moved the ball last year, and we just couldn't score the ball. And like I was telling another friend, mm-hmm. we're not going to be successful getting field goals. And, and that's a big concern. The ball and Mike Kafka, supposed to be offensive gurus, and I know it's preseason. I know they're not going to show all their real plays and stuff like that, and I get it. But uh, hopefully they got some plays and some things that are better uh, and some way to build up this guy. The problem is Daniel Jones. We will go as far as Daniel Jones and, and maybe Tyrod Taylor because Daniel Jones, he's like you said, he has the physical attributes. He has the arm. He has the legs, the height. But he doesn't have that it factor when you're like, man, I'll pick this guy. I want this guy. He doesn't, you know, you know he, he, I just don't feel like he has it. I feel personally that playing at Duke and always getting beat up on and all the time he's just got like deer in the light syndrome. And like, like same with that same play. He didn't, he's like, not going through the progressions or then sometimes holding the ball too long. And then he show you flashes of brilliances in certain times, but it's not consistent. Those consistently mm-hmm. good plays and good, good decisions aren't there with Daniel Jones. Um, Saquon, not really much to see. He had a couple of runs. He tried to break it out. Um, you know, he couldn't really do much, but he was, I think he got like almost five yards, between three to five yards average for the plays that he got, which was decent. I'm concerned about our wide receiver core. I didn't see, I didn't see Wandale. I didn't see um, 89, whatever, uh, old boy's name. I didn't see him in there. So I seen 15 get a lot of balls, and then he fumbled. Well, he didn't really fumble. He got the ball knocked out. That was a solid play by the uh, the DB. Um, Malcolm Butler, yeah. I seen, yeah, I seen fifteen get a lot of balls, but and I saw Bellinger blocking. It's so nice to have a blocking tight end again. You know, it's been so long. Uh, you know, I think he got a couple. Ball, I think he got a ball, but um, I, that's who I'm really looking for is Bellinger in the offense. I think. He's going to blossom into something quite nice if he gets the opportunity. And um, offensive line just got to tighten up a little bit. Defense, like you said, I share your concern with Robinson. Um, he got drugged down the field. He had one recovery, but he just he's getting beat. He's holding. He's out of position. He's not turning around for the ball. Um, so yeah, there's work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. So, you know. 
I'm concerned, and I, I just don't see the hype that a lot of these Giants fans are having in social media. I'm like, but I like the culture. I, they're just, you know, oh, we're going to, you know, we might be a sleeper in the East. We could probably win. We're going to the playoffs. I'm like, hold on. I was like, for real? I'm like, let's all see if this team can all move together in one direction first. You know what I'm saying? I know it's going to – anybody that knows that knows football with a new team that turn, it's going to take time for those players to gel for that – for for the, the – the, um, whatever the style of play to sink in, you know what I'm saying, cream the rise to the top. You know, we're not going to be a worse to first. I don't see it, not with da- especially not with Daniel Jones. I don't see that. So is he the worst quarterback in the division as far as starting? Uh, Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. Who are they throwing out there for Washington this year? I don't know. They always uh, change the quarterback. Carson, Wentz. is he better? Oh, I guess I'm going to nod to Carson. Uh, Wentz he might bit. be, bro. He might be. Dak, Dak I, is a front runner. Right? Dak is a front runner. Dak is good during the regular season and not the playoffs. Jalen right. Hurts is a gamer. He'll give you some games. Wentz has proven to you that he kind of led that team right. and then he fell apart. What has General Jones showed us? Nothing. He showed us inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So right off the bat, I would argue or I would argue with John Fence who think that, like you just said, you just named them. We probably don't have the best. We have the worst starting quarterback of the fort within the division, I think. Uh, I think you know, so too. I, right. So, I mean, how could you translate that into a playoff seed? I'm just looking at it big picture. NFC. Delusional, bro. Delusional. Oh, Delusional. <laughs> uh, Delusional. Oh, I, listen, I could argue every day. I could go on Facebook and argue with somebody who's like, yeah, really? Listen. I'm like, bro, for what? Uh, I don't miss that at all, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to stop because they are significant Daniel Jones apologists on in the Giants fan base. I'm like, like what him. has this guy proven to give you his right. loyalty? That, what has he right, proven? that's the thing. Nothing. See, I, I, right. It's a basement. Yes, he you wears, he know wears Giants colors. That's about it. But he hasn't proven right, anything. Right. But then everybody else on the flip side is ready to throw Saquon Barkley away. Um, I'm going to get back to Barkley real quick, but that's a good point. See, I think a lot of football fans are so deprived of, you know, I said this on another show. I think it was, was it the baseball? I don't know this week. When I said a lot of fans, if you're just only into one sport and and you don't watch any other sport and football is your only thing or baseball is just your only thing, you're really waiting an entire offseason. You're, it's some. It's so, a lot of these fans' minds, they really think it's going to just turn around overnight. It don't work like that. And I, don't, I get the optimism. I get it because, you know, it can't get any worse. But just knowing what you know, like, based on paper of how guys have performed, you've seen these guys play before in real life action, you, there's more miles on the, you know, on the tire, the tread is gone a little bit. I mean, we know what Daniel Jones is. So all we could really bank on, for the most part, is if the head coach and the offensive coordinator could turn these things 
just slightly around to make him more comfortable and give him more confidence. So that's remaining to be seen. See, I it's hard to really see. I, I know a lot of Giant fans or just fans in general. They watch these training camps. It doesn't even gotta be the Giants. It could be any team in the league, and they believe what they see in in training camp because there's no real game action. It's just practice. That any play that breaks open in practice, now these guys all he might go to the Ring of Honor. Like it doesn't work like that, man. But um, listen, man. I, 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 I'm going. I'm going to come back to both of you guys on that Daniel Jones pass in the flat because I, I really want to get your thoughts. Let me write that down before I forget about that pass because that's bothersome to me. Like if you're a new coaching team, you know, a coach. I mean, I know I get in preseason you could kind of work on things you you should not be working on just to see if it works. But I know Banks knows, and I'm pretty sure Glenn knows that that pass to the flat. That's definitely not his strength as far as touch, uh, accuracy. So what were you trying to prove on that? You know what I'm saying? If you're starting a team, a starter's first preseason game, and you're trying to get the maximum out of them, and we know as Giant fans that he can't make that throw, why are you making that throw? That's the one shit that bothers me about it. Well, if, if Glenn, if you could remember that question or remind me to ask you, uh, uh, please do. Uh-huh. Let me go one more minute before I get. You know, I want to go to Barkley because Bakes mentioned it. I thought he had a couple of uh-huh. decent runs. The thing about Barkley, even in his rookie year, he, he to me he kind of thinks he's still at Penn State or he was before the uh, ACL injury in Chicago a couple of years ago. To, for the first two series, he, he looked like you know a guy who was patient. Uh, he led by his blockers and he ran in between the tackles. Well, to me, Barkley is really more like historically as far as explosion before the injury was always a guy who will get in between a right guard, right tackle or left guard, left tackle and try to really break one outside. Cause he knew he was faster than most linebackers. That's where he excelled. Well, I thought in the first two series, he looked good. Even he was just getting uh, uh five yard games. I think the giants went up. Uh, I thought he had a nice run yeah. behind. Uh, I think it was Thomas on the left side on that first, on, uh, on the, uh, that first series, and then he actually had a one-on-one versus the linebacker to convert on the third and five. I thought, you know, that was a good pass by Daniel Jones, give him props to find the matches we've been saying it for years. We've got to get Barkley in passing situations. Uh, but so let me get to this one point before I forget, and I think you make a great point why you're so frustrated and about kicking field goals. I don't know if you noticed, know and I, I don't remember who was the center. I have to go back. That first series when we kicked the field goal, why did you notice, Bakes? I'm gonna ask you directly. You can answer it. Out of the three plays or the three downs, two of them shits was high snaps. So to me, when you know, you know how it happens with high snaps. If you have a high snap, you're you're, you're kind of the play's kind of not in sync. Like the timing is kind of off. The first the first attempt right, was a the high snap. Of, I did I did notice I did notice the high snap, and I was like, right. on first like attempt, they, right? They made, they they went down there and then they decided to just to be the the rhythm just went off. So I don't know if there was somebody got switched out or whatever the case, but I did notice that and I was just like like I'm not saying everything ain't Daniel Jones' fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm not right, gonna right. sit here and say that. But you know, he is an integral part of the offense. And if right. he can't if his game can't elevate to the next level, we're not go I mean what we had. You know, what are we gonna get? You know, Six wins, eight wins. I mean, it'll be an improvement on what we did last year, but we're talking about going to the next level because we've been marred in this 
is losing um, offensive ineptness for a long time now. Went back to when Eli was there. You know? So we, we know what the league is. The league is averaging 30 points a game. And we're not even half of that in the last couple of years. This offense has to be better. And then if we have concerns with our, our starting quarterback, we got concerns with our wide receiver core because I don't know if Wandale and the other guy wasn't in there because of health. And then Galladay, you know, I, we, we haven't seen anything out of him. It's cause for concern. We're not going to run our way into the division or anywhere near division. So yeah, there, there's yeah. a lot of work to be done. So that, yeah, that, I say the Giants fan, be patient. Yeah, that goal. Yeah, that, but that's the, that's the point. You know, I want to piggyback off of you and go back to Glenn. That you know, when you're in the end zone or the goal zone or the red zone, whatever you want to call it, you had the high snap on first and ten, and then you had the second and eight. Another high snap when you try to run the ball up the middle with Barkley. That's not going to work. And then that's when you're showing your frustration. And I agree. After all that barking. Uh, Kenny Galladay was doing on the third and five. There was trips to the left, and he drops the pass. I mean, right there, you didn't get no positive yards. And right there at the, you know what I'm saying, when you're re- literally marching with your first team offense to get a touchdown, two high snaps and a drop pass by your number one wide receiver. You got to clean that up. Glenn, anything else you'd like to add? I, I, I said I wanted you to I wanted to ask something, and I forgot to write it down. I was just like three minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were talking about the uh... – you were talking about the uh, pass that uh, Daniel Jones kind of floated out there. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, why? Yeah, why? That, that, that's what you're talking about. Um, I, unfortunately, I didn't see it tonight, but I have certainly seen enough of it over the last three years to know what you guys are talking about. Um, very frustrating when you see him overthrow a, a wide receiver or Saquon by five yards when uh, he's got an open field in front of him. Uh, I, I don't know what the problem is there. Uh, but uh, I've seen it over and over again with him. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the apologist for Daniel Jones, um, and I'm not quite one, but, you know, you see flashes of things and you say, it's in there somewhere. Why, why is he so inconsistent? Because you can see, you know, the, the talent, the arm, the athleticism is there. And it, it's just a, a frustrating thing of why, why can't he do that on a more regular basis? Um, now, I think, uh, you know, like you guys are talking about, I mean, Galladay has been, you know, two years ago or three years ago, he leads the league in touchdowns. He comes to us and doesn't get one. Uh, compounded by, you know, a bunch of drops, including the one tonight. Um, uh, he just, I, I don't understand, uh, you know, what happened to him. Uh, but you hope that, uh, you know, I know, I know what they said that, uh, you know, when he was in Detroit, a lot of the uh, a lot of the touchdown passes he caught were, uh, you know, kind of floated up there, and he used his height and was really good at contested uh, passes and, and things like that, and that's where he got most of his touchdowns. And uh, they didn't seem to be able to to utilize that with him last year. Um, obviously, we had those four games in the middle with Glennon and all that uh, couldn't throw the ball to anybody. But um, you know, you hope that. Uh, uh, he'll at least get to some point back to where he was before. Um, Kadarius, uh, yeah, for some reason he's not playing tonight. I don't know why, but um, if he can get his head on straight, uh, I mean, he's a dynamic talent. 
Uh, and it seems like just from what I've read, some quotes from him and everything that he's got his head into football this year. So hopefully, you know, we'll get to see the best of him. Uh, uh, Wandale, you know, I think he's, uh, I think he could be a good uh, asset on the team as well. We still got Sterling Shepard and, uh, you know, Saquon, hopefully if he stays healthy, uh, I think Daniel Jones is going to be given all the, the rope, uh, he needs to be successful. Uh, I think in the time he's been here, this is probably the best offensive line that he's had in front of him. Uh, you know, not top five or top 10, but better than what it's been. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I've, I've tried to be patient with him as well. Uh, you know, the injuries and, the offensive line and Saquon not being around and tried to make excuses for him and everything. But, uh, I mean, you know, he's got everything he needs right now. He's got all the weapons. He's got two, uh, the head coach and the quarterback and the offensive coordinator who are both uh, coming from prolific offenses. Uh, Everything you hear is that, uh, you know, the offensive players are, are loving the freedom that uh, the coaching staff has given them to run their routes and, and everything. So, I mean, it all sounds really optimistic, but boy, I mean, it all, it all again comes back to him. And if he can't do it, uh, I, I'm especially with uh, having to decide if they're going to extend him at the end of the year. Uh, you know, if this team starts out one and five again, I'm probably going to be ready to pull the plug. Uh, you know, and at least the Giants do have a quarterback that uh, I think his record is 500 in the NHL, but uh, in the in, sorry, other podcasts um, in the NFL, but, uh, uh, you know, he, he's a very capable quarterback. And, uh, you know, so they won't hesitate, I don't think, to uh, – I mean, it'll be a, a monumental decision that the organization is going to give up on him, but uh, I don't think there would be the worry uh, that there would have been in recent years when there was basically nobody to back him up. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's all on him as far as I'm concerned. Uh, see if he can, uh, if Kafka can help him with his confidence, help him with the going through his uh, progressions, help him with not basically tipping his passes, which he does a lot. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, he has cut down on the turnovers, which is, which is nice. But uh, knowing when to throw the ball away and not take a sack, a lot of the things we loved about Eli are, are things that he hasn't shown. So, uh uh, again, I think it's up to him, and I'm really so much on the fence with him now that, again, if this team gets off to a bad start, I think it's time to pull the plug. So we'll see uh, what they decide to do. And you know, All Steve, right. I try to be very level-headed about my teams. Uh, I try to not oh, yeah. be too, too too up or too down, you know, and try to be realistic about it. But, I mean, that, that's what I'm seeing. Right on. Hey, uh, Biggs, what is your opinion on that pass? Why the pass? Um, they were trying to do something with it to see if he could make that throw because it is preseason. What is your thoughts on what they were looking at or their perspective? And anything maybe else like that's a pass, maybe it's a pass in the offense, or they they expect him to make the throw. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't know. Um, but as I will say this, as a uh, coach, you need to play up to your your uh, your uh, player's strengths. I, I I really don't know, and I, I agree with Glenn. I don't know 
what his strength is. And I think the problem is, and I think what the Daniel Jones apologists, they get hooked on is the flashes of brilliances that you see every now and then. Like, you know, you got that girlfriend and she's not behaving or whatever, not things aren't going well, but something really awesome will happen like the night before you want to break up or something. And you're like, I'm going to give her another <laughs> shot. And it just keeps <laughs> happening. You, you know, is, and it just keeps, you know, <laughs> And like you said, Steve, we've seen what Daniel Jones is. We've watched enough football to know most players on the same don't make a miraculous transition. Everybody trying to compare like, oh, he's in his fourth year, and in his fourth year there was burning Eli. Like a post right now, oh, in, in Eli's fourth year there was burning his jersey, and in his fourth year he's won a Super Bowl. He's no Eli Manning. For the first thing, Eli Manning played, I guess, all his games until he got pulled. He hasn't played a full season yet, so he's not even, he doesn't even got that going for him. He's not even doable. Beyond that, um, I agree. The secondary is a concern for me. I don't know if if Kayvon was playing. I didn't see I didn't see him in the backfield, so I don't know if he was playing or not. I can't remember. He's there. He's there. Oh yeah, he was there. So I didn't see anything out of him. Um, you know, we looked average. I mean, it's preseason, but the other team looked like they're playing to me. I see a different energy level on the other side of the, of the field than I see on my side of the field, on my home, my team side of the field, and that's a cause for concern for me. But I still know it's early. It's a new regime. It's a new. It's a new process. But I see that. Even the vets believe because I don't remember the vets being in camp with those other coaches and things like that. So I'm trying to be hopeful, but I don't know. Once I've seen a movie, I kind of know. If you see the movie and you put it on again, I'm like, I'm, I'm not expecting a plot twist, but I'm hoping. But I think Tyrod Taylor will be playing at some point this season. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Either Daniel Jones' injury or his inability to play. All right, cool. We got uh, we got other people, other stakeholders on here. We're gonna let them get some of this uh, preseason game number one action. Of course, familiar voices you're about to hear. We'll bring them all on at the same time. But I want to say one more thing uh, before I bring them on. Uh, Aaron Robinson. I'll be for one quarter. Goodness gracious. I mean, if we we're watching uh, the cartoon Scooby Doo, man. I mean, you would have pulled his mask off. You know, you know how Fred pulls off the mask of the villain. It would have been Corey Webster under there, man. That's how bad it was in that first quarter. Uh, even with uh, a holding penalty by Beavers or, or, or some sort of uh, illegal contact down the field, he was getting beat. Even with the recovery, that's how bad it was. In the end zone, he gave up. And he holding. It was just bad all around. You hear the Bills laughing? Go. Bring on Chris. Get Elaine, get Kristen on here. We we'll let Chris fire away. I can't we, believe we you said Corey Webster. I mean, did it not? Did it not? I thought it was 23 out there. It said 33. I thought it was 23. Corey Webster like a motherfucker. They beat his ass like a goddamn runaway orphan, man. Goddamn. 
Because let me get you up to speed. Before, uh, hey, hey, real quick. Hold on real quick. Hey, Elaine, say hello. We hear you. We see you. Kristen, say hello real quick. We see you. Say hello. Hello, people. Glad to be here. Missed everyone. Lady Blue. I got right. in the house. Hey. Yay. Glenn, Bakes, Steve, Kristen, Elaine, of course. Chris, Chris I'm going to pass it on to you, and then you can pass it on to Elaine and Kristen. So basically we're... Uh, looking at the first couple of series, and we really get on that pass in the flat uh, to Jeremiah Hall. Like, we were really questioning that. But, uh, you know, we get on Aaron Robinson. I thought Neil looked pretty good, honestly. Uh, he had one bad block when they had sent the blitzer. Uh, there's a lot of more things I can say, but I want to see what did you see and how did you think? We were getting on Galladay ass, too, man. Doing all that barking, he dropped well, the ball I'm, on the trip. Huh? I missed our defense, our first defensive series. I missed it because I was doing something else. But, but mm-hmm. I was, yeah, like you guys said, you know, I was, I don't know if I was so much looking at the plays as I was looking at the players, if you know what I mean. I wanted to, I wanted to see what we had out there, what kind of hand we dealt. And I got to tell you, I was totally distracted. My whole, and you can ask Elaine and Kristen, I, my whole process was distracted by Aaron Robinson. I'm sorry, Corey Webster. I mean, Aaron Robinson, man. <laughs> I, he, they went right after him, man, and he did not respond. He got a long look in that mirror. Oh, he's backing right now. I don't know what he's doing, but damn, bro, we can't. Hey, we, <laughs> I'm so glad this is the very first. That was the very first or second or third series of preseason because, if he expects to make this club, which it always looks good in practice or drills or whatever off the field, if he expects to make this club, he's got to fucking grow a heart, bro. Because because that penalty he got, that was the result. Of, it says he was. They said he was taunting. I think I don't think it was that that big a deal. But the truth of the matter is, he was frustrated and he let. Me. I, I, I got. I got was, I'm glad you brought that. Yeah. I forgot. The, I'm sorry not to cut you off. That is some bullshit. That he taunting. Got, he I, got played. He got. No, no. Yeah. But, but what, what's your thought about that with the taunting, though? No, no card. Uh-huh. Say again. What do you think about the taunting, Paul? I thought that was some bullshit, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, I thought it was bullshit. It was a bullshit call. I thought it was. It was a definitely. So, 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 I mean, hold on. Is the, I didn't even know this. So the NFL is really cracking down on that? That was really light. They cracked. That's, that's well, what I I'll said. Oh, Please, I the way he what? was playing the first quarter, I was yeah. hoping he'd get another one yeah. so he can get thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they better call him like that. They better call him fair. I'm going to let you know that right now. They better call him fair all the way around. That's Very true, easy. Man. I'm glad you brought that up. If you're going to be nitpicky about it, little nitpicky, fine. Do, do a nitpicky on the other side, too. That's all I got to say. Or you're, you're going to see nothing but – you know what you're going to see this year, Steve? Nothing but fines, suspensions, up your old, fuck, oh, you're going to see a whole bunch of that shit all season long because nobody's going to be happy. It's going to be on, on every level. They might, they might fucking try to, uh, if it's a, like a third-level player that's not a, that's not a, uh, uh, an all-star, they'll probably try to delay, you know, they'll probably, you know, try to drum that motherfucker out with the quickness. But if it's a Mahomes or a Rogers, oh, they're gonna review it. Oh, they're gonna take a look at it. Oh, they're really gonna go. It's gonna be up for appeal, and you're gonna see here that shit drowned out forever and dragged on forever through the media. It's gonna be a mess. That's my prediction. But let everybody else talk. Go ahead, lady. Yeah. Uh, what, Elaine? What are your thoughts on what you saw in that first half? 
Well, I I felt like the freaking offense looked. Uh, Tyrod Taylor looked more comfortable as a quarterback than DJ. That's for shit sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looked like he actually wanted to be on the field. And but I mean, Robert Foster and Brightwell had a couple of nice runs. Barkley's trying to get back in the swing of things. But yeah, Aaron Robinson, he was just another third round wasted pick in 2021, and his ass needs to go already. I ain't giving him no more chances. He's got to go. I mean, that was just – and I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, he ran – I mean, the Patriots quarterback ran out of the pocket, ran back into the pocket, threw to nobody. That should have been a fucking safety. That's right. I mean, that was bullshit. I mean, the refs are also in preseason too, but they better get their crap together before regular season because, yeah, no. I, I ain't going to – no. But, no, I – Robinson's got to go. I mean, some of them, they, they're rusty. I mean, yeah, it's the very first preseason. And us as the fans and as the Bleed Blue show, we're all very criticism. You know, we criticize, we, we nitpick because we expect more from our teams because I'm tired of the rebuilding bullshit year after year after year. I mean, I do like yeah. that the, the the main players were in practice, were in camp this season, which is a change of pace. They look pretty good. I just I keep praying to God that the injury bug just gives us a break one year, and I just want to see some really good. I just I don't expect us to do miracles this season. I just want us to see us progressively get better. That's what I want. I want to see a better trend than the year before and we can't do that with some of these players the way they're playing now yes it's preseason yes it's only the first game yada 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 I got all that but to fans and that have been loyal fans for a gazillion years we expect more so and like I said I agree with with everyone else I think Tyrod's going to be the full time I mean our quarterback sometime soon because he just has more poise. He has more understanding. He has, I mean, his, his throws have been a little off. I mean, he's been underthrowing our players. That's why they can't keep their feet under them. But he actually looks so much more comfortable as our quarterback. And I think once he's back there, I think the offensive line, the receivers, everyone will feel at ease with him as our quarterback right now. Because he's got also Correct. more experience, but I mean, I and special teams. Oh, please, they they still need some work. I just want to smack most of them already. <laughs> but like I said, it, I'm just I'm tired of you know every year saying you know the definition of insanity, watching the same shit and trying to and hope for a different result. I want to see results. I want to see difference, and I want to see change, and I want to see better. So I'm hoping as time progresses, before week one, I'm hoping we can get a little better. I mean, because the, the fumble, you can't hold the – I mean, I understand the way he punched it. I mean, the defensive punched that ball perfectly out, but he can't hold it like a loaf of bread. You know, I mean, so, but 
Right. Like I said, first quarter's gone. We we have a lead, which is good. I was just hoping that we'd get a freaking touchdown because I was like, we get all the way down there again and we have to settle for three. I mean, Graham Gano is our number one player, but I'm glad we finally got a touchdown. All right. Thank you. Let's go to Kristen. Get your thoughts. I tell you what, if he had two hands on that ball, he wouldn't have got it knocked out of his hand. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have. So for him to just do that and think he could get away with it, you got another thing coming. That was just stupid. Little little mistakes, you know, like like we said, you know, they're rough around the edges. We're going to need some tweaking, obviously. But the taunting call put me over the top. I was like, if this is what this has come to, in in the NFL, this is really bad. This is really, like, not only that, but the calls. We can't get called on stupid things. We get a good yep. run, we're knocked back because of a stupid penalty. We can't keep doing the same things. We can't. We can't. We just got to buckle down. I like the way Tyrod is. Like, like Elaine said, the same thing. He looks comfortable there. He looks good. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have wrong tonight is seed day. He doesn't look comfortable yet. I don't know if he needs some more work, whatever, but he looks like he's a little nervous out there, like he's not trusting himself. I really hope it? the best for him. But yeah, we said that. Oh, yeah, we said that. You know? Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is right now. We just we want better. We deserve better as fans. I know they're tired of hearing the back talk. You know, it's got to resonate with the team at some point. You guys got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And let's win some games and mean it. Like, do you really want to be here? Show and prove that you want to be here. You know, shit or get off the pot. There's guys waiting in the wings. So if you can't cut it, go sit down. Damn. We'll we'll see what happens. All right. Let's go. I want to go back to Glenn, but Chris, I got a question for you. Um, you know, I'm going to quickly ask you, and if you could quickly answer, if we could go back to Glenn. And I heard Elaine bring up uh, Brightwell, and, and I thought he had some couple of good runs. It begs yeah. the question, if he looked at okay in just a short stint of offensive plays and not used as a special teamer when he was first drafted, Go back to the decision that Gettleman, when he drafted him, right, and went and signed <laughs> Devontae Booker to take the majority of the snaps, we, we could have been using Brightwell a little bit more based off the little sample we've seen just tonight. Like, he's slipping tackles. He had a tackle he could have been for a loss. He got past that to set up yep. a short and distance. And then you saw in the second series a nice couple of runs, shifty a little bit. We didn't even use him last year offensively. And that's another thing. We didn't you know, Joe Judge is on the other sideline tonight <laughs> watching this shit. Right. Watching guys I know. he purposely didn't play. But what are your thoughts on that? We go back to Glenn. Man. Real quick, uh, Jason Garrett didn't play him. Okay? He didn't believe the Oh, guy that's true, too. Yeah, that's right. And, and also, in part two of that, well, part 1A, I guess you could say about that, Steve, is the fact that Devontae Book is still on our books, you know. We still paying that motherfucker. Yeah. That, so it, it, you have a valid question here. What do we uh, do? We have a new direction now. Is this a new regime? Uh, my homie just said a little while ago, like what was that? Nino Simone song. It's a new day. 
I hope this is the day because we that was a fuck that was a major fuck up on our part by not playing them last year because we could have used them in various situations. Right. I'm thinking about the second Dallas game. We could have really, really used them because we kept relying on. I don't know what we relied on. That if it wasn't Booker, we probably relied on Daniel. Uh, Look, I don't care about last year. Let's forget that. The thing is, all I know is this kid is so improving right now. Uh, we it's it's a regret that we have as opposed to something that we a missed opportunity because he's still here. And let's let's you and I just think that these I think it's been recognized finally. I'm gonna say it's been recognized by the bowl that this kid is a diamond in the rough and he's got something to offer for us. So let's use them and let's go. Cool, man. Hey Glenn, you have any thoughts, any questions you wanna ask any of the stakeholders on what we saw in the first half of tonight's game? And we go back to Biggs uh, after that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, to make, uh, to talk about Brightwell, uh, the little bit that we saw of him last year, I actually liked him, too. I thought uh, that he should have been used a little bit more. So uh, I yep. hope they can find a way to uh, to, to work him into uh, some of the schemes on offense because I think he can really be an asset. Um, as far as, uh, you know, just just in general, um, I've got a lot of – I've got a lot of faith in his coaching staff. Uh, both in uh, Stable, obviously, and Kafka and uh, Wink Martindale's had a lot of uh, success in this league as well. So um, I think they're going to use, you know, these the, uh, preseason games, uh, like you guys mentioned, the, the, the pass that uh, uh, DJ kind of floated up and over. Uh, I think they're going to use these games to see what players can and can't do. Uh, so... Once the season gets going, I think they're going to try to put them into uh, the best position that they can. Um, obviously, the, the defensive backfield, the cornerback, is a problem. Uh, we, we knew we were going to miss Bradbury, and uh, it seems like we're really going to miss Bradbury. Um, uh, but I think that I, I think with this team, the, the building blocks are starting to be there. Uh, I, I think with uh, uh, you know the two offensive tackles. Uh, I think these guys are going to be here for a while. Um, I'm hoping Kadarius Tony turns into what I think he could be. Um, I think, uh, uh, you know, guys. I think Xavier uh, McDaniel is is going to be a star in this league. So from the from the Supersonics? No, oh, oh I'm sorry, uh, McKinney. <laughs> I'm sorry. McKinney. I'm sorry. From the Knicks. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I know. You know who I meant. Come on. Um, but, uh, we actually do that. I think there's starting to be some building blocks on this team. Um, I, I really believe that when this team finally makes the playoffs, Dayball's going to be the head coach. Uh, so I think they're heading in the right direction. But, you know, even uh, uh, for this year, I think we want to see better play, more competitive games. Some of those games last year were just totally unwatchable. Um, and, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that uh, this coaching staff is going to be able to get the best out of some of the best players. And, you know, I think Shane has made some good moves too, and I think he's a, a very knowledgeable guy around the league. So, in general, I'm, I'm kind of optimistic. Um, I don't want to put too much stock into this first preseason game because, uh, again, it's uh, new coaching staff, new schemes, uh, new players. Uh, a lot of it is, uh, you know, vanilla offense. So um, I'm not going to put too much into it. But, again, 
I've seen some things I didn't like tonight, and I've seen some things I did like. And um, I think that, uh, you know, the only way this team is going to make the playoffs this year is if they have a ticket. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we're going to see uh, a lot of improvement from some of the guys that are going to be around for a while. Um, you know, that's really what I'm looking for. You, you got a lot of guys that are going to come and go. Maybe they're going to be here. Maybe they're not when this team gets good. But I, I want to see improvement from the individual players that I think are going to be here for a while. So, uh, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to as we go through the preseason and into the regular season. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, we're going to go to base, but let me say something real quick about that Brightwell, man. This is a little bothersome, man. We, see, we, we, Our eyes don't lie. That guy's a little shifty. He could have been productive and used a little bit more. There might have been some sort of Pete Rose, Calvin Ridley, uh, Ponzi scheme inside against the, the Giants, man. Listen, man, we could probably pull up some class action lawsuit, get some, some guys on here. Uh, we're going to have to, in the future, um, Jason Garrett, like, we should have players or, or, or fans overriding his play calling, like Bakes. You know, we could have Bakes, you know, from, from the games, from the tailgates, to override anything Jason Garrett was calling. We call our own plays yeah. as fans. There may, there may be a day like that in 40, 50 years. I could see that the way this NFL is going. But Bakes, man, what's your thoughts, man? Especially the way Wilbur Hernandez was not blocking last year. That's definitely inside job shit, man. Bakes, yeah. thoughts, anything else? Yeah. <laughs> it, looks a little, it looks a little fishy, but after that thing with the coach that came out with the lawsuit, they're saying pay you to lose. Maybe they were trying to get some picks. I don't know. Um, I just, I just, I just like, you know, I want to see some improvement and, and not delusional. Um, I don't think we are a playoff team. I don't think, you know, so I just want to see some improvement and it looked like more the same to me from what I saw and on both sides of the ball, kind of <laughs> no pass rush, you know, um, but no energy to me, but I guess it's early. So I'm just going to hold on as early and usually the first game. Those guys probably aren't used to playing, starters aren't used to playing, so maybe they were half-speeding it. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But the other team, the other side of the field was ready to play. So um, although we're up, so I don't know. More, you know, it's early, time will tell. Um, I'm, I'm, I am concerned going into the season. I uh, will say that. What's your, so top three concerns. Concerns. What's, your, what's your top three concerns? My top three Ross? concerns is Daniel Jones is going to get – my top three concerns is Daniel Jones is going to get too many opportunities to fail. So there won't be a quick hook. Um, my second is the defense is going to take too long to gel. And even if we get it going on, on the offensive side, where we can't close games out. Because, you know, the last couple of years, really, we had opportunities to win games, and we couldn't close out. We couldn't get, the, we couldn't get off the field on third down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was made mention, that, you know, penalties that extend plays and things like that. we got to clean up that mentality. Those are the things that our former regime said they were good at doing and didn't do. So hopefully this regime can actually do it. And my third concern is um, the injury bug. The injury bug. No, you know what? Scratch that because that's always been there. Um, the the wide receiver depth is a concern for me. I heard about one Dale. I didn't see him. Um, Kadarius, I don't know if he was – I can't tell if he was on the field or not. Um, so 
you know, even if you know, even if Jones plays well, and like I said, don't try to bring everything on Jones. It doesn't help with people dropping the ball in key situations. That hurts too. And um, so, the wide receiver players got to tighten up. I got All a right. question. All right. Hey, FYI, real quick, Big Tony was out. He didn't. He's not playing at all tonight. He's actually still in Jersey because he tweaked his knee Tuesday in practice. That's the midday right. report by the lady. What was your what's your question? What's your question for uh, Biggs? Big. My question is for Big. Okay, so what are you optimistic about, brother? Um, I am optimistic about number forty five, Mr. Bellinger. It feels good to have a a, a, a tight end that can block and, mm-hmm. and catch. I'm looking forward to him. Um uh, I, I'm I'm hopeful about the offensive line once they get to jail that with Thomas on the left side and Neil on the right side, um, we can solidify the line and, uh, you know, we get our center back hopefully, you know. I'm hopeful about that. So that's what I'm optimistic about. Everybody keeps talking about the line. The line needs to get fixed and put to bed so we can start addressing other things. Because we've been talking about the line for about four or five years now. So we need to get that fixed. But I'm optimistic that with the moves they've made that we're en route to being better. So I'm definitely up. And then I would like to really see uh, Bellinger flourish uh, in the offense. I just like the idea that they got a tight end that can block now and catch. So shout out to 45. All right. And Xavier, um, um, Xavier McKinney, too. Um, as strong said, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for him to have a breakout year. He's calling, he's calling the defense. So that's going to be big. Well, for the record, it's second and goal. Uh, New England looks like they're getting ready to go in there. I just want everybody who's not. Anything else, Chris? Do you like that? We only have a few minutes left. We pass it back to Elaine and Kelsey. Nah, uh, and, and Chris, you can find the ball. I'm cool. Or... I'm cool. Give it to the lady. All right, we can do that. All right, let's, let's start that and get, catch the second half of this game. All right, Elaine, final thoughts from you? Give us like 30 seconds. Chris, the same thing. We go to Glenn, Bakes, Chris, and then we'll wrap up. Final thoughts is I'm just so freaking happy Giants football is back. It's been a long-ass offseason, and I'm just bleeding blue till the, forever. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Shout out to Elaine. Thank you. Shout out to Elaine. Lady blue. Kristen, final thoughts. I'm looking forward to seeing Barkley this year. I just hope everybody stays healthy. Um, Want to see DJ do good? I'm I'm not optimistic about that. But anyway, um, I, I, I just want to see these guys come together and really play as a team, individually get stronger, and as a team just gel once and for all. And let's put every all this bad mojo to rest already. And let's start to feel good about ourselves. But let's keep the injuries down and also the friggin' bad calls and the penalties. And we should be all right, hopefully for a better year. Blue Blue. Blue Blue. Shout out to Kristen. Blue. Thanks. Let's go to Glenn, man. Glenn, your final thoughts. Yeah, no, uh, final thoughts is, again, we're going to go through the preseason, uh, see, uh, you know, who winds up stepping up. Um, I, I think that uh, – you know, the, the, the schedule is not too bad. Um, so I'm hoping that, 
you know, not, not only will we see a, a couple more wins, but uh, hopefully we'll see a lot more games go down to the wire. And, again, like somebody just mentioned before, the biggest thing is that uh, that I remember from the last couple of years is, you know, stupid penalties on third down at the end of games that would extend uh, the other team's uh, drives, um, not being able to close out on defense, not being able to keep the ball on offense uh, at the end of games. Because um, I think, you know, with the schedule, a lot of these games are going to be close. And uh, I'm hoping that we can see this team execute a lot better than it did uh, in the last couple of years. So we'll see how that goes. Shout out to Glenn, man. Lee Blue, shout out to Glenn. Thank you very much on BBRT, man. And, of course, Bakes, Frontliners, and any uh, news you got coming down the pipe from the organization, the Frontliners, and final thoughts, and then go to Chris. Well, um, I did mention in the last call uh, the annual tailgate will be in Jacksonville. So uh, the teaser flies out. We're working on finalizing the events for that weekend. Of course, you know, we'll do a meet and greet, alum, uh, a community service event that morning and an event that night, and, of course, our tailgate that Sunday. So look out for that details and looking forward to see everyone down in Jacksonville in the lane's backyard. Hell yes. Everybody better come see my Lady Blue Cave, man. Yes, sir. We're coming. Hell yeah. Can't <coughs> wait. I'm already there. Shout, shout out to Bakes, man. Thank you very much. Uh, shout out to Bakes. Uh, the Frontliners on Instagram, NYG. Frontliners, Frontliners, NYG on Twitter. Shout out to Bakes, man. And of course, uh, Chris, uh, anything, final thoughts? And then we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk here uh, more. Uh, Let's Let's go. Let's go. Don't have to be this game. I know everybody's trying to, I mean, even at the Giants staff, everybody's trying to figure each other out, trying to get a feel of, this, uh, of, of, of the game and their feet under them with no jitters and X, Y, Z. But, hey, let's fucking go. Why not? This doesn't look like a playoff team. No. But then again, we didn't look like we were going to win the Super Bowl those years. So, fuck it. Let's just go. Let's just get this to kick ass. Let's do what we normally do and just fucking bleed the fuck blue. That's what we do. And you know what? This needs some great shows. You can check most of them out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Bleed Blue Show, everywhere you goddamn go. The Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show. Take it away, as old. All right, man. Uh, Glenn and, and, and Bakes. Elaine, Lady Blue, Kristen, and Chris, myself, Steve. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks, two Thursdays. That will be Thursday, August 25th, to pick up on more preseason. That'll be the last episode of the all-season before we go back to our uh, uh, 7 o'clock Thursday. Business as usual. Uh, business as usual on the Thursdays on the BBRT Big Blue <laughs> Roundtable. Don Grasso, ladies and gentlemen. We blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.